What would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? Today, I have the cure for this, and it's called unfailed action. And I'm so excited to share it with you. It really is going to be the difference between 2021 being just another year or 2021 being your breakthrough year where you unleash your genius and you make your wildest dreams come true. So let's dive into the episode. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron, and I am so glad you are back for another week. I don't know if you remember, but in the beginning of the year, we made a commitment together that you were going to be here week after week. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening, and I'm glad we can have this conversation together. I am super excited about 2021. Now, it's off to a little bit of a rocky start. I'm not going to lie. Um, Not much has changed with COVID. Things have actually gotten worse. Uh, Super frustrating, especially here in LA. Um, We are the epicenter right now of COVID. However, I just have this feeling there's just something about it. I just know that things are going to get better. Um, We're, you know, getting vaccinations are out and about. We're getting on our way with those. And I just have a really good feeling about 2021. And as you know, in the last episode of December, we really talked about closing out 2020. And then in the first episode, we really talked about creating a vision for yourself for 2021. And what is the theme or the word? What are you going to do this year with intention? And so now I have you in that mindset about creating an epic 2021 for yourself And now, for most of you, what happens is you get stuck. So, by the way, it is January, let's see, 20th, actually Inauguration Day, when um, this episode airs. And by now, over 80% of you have already given up on your New Year's resolutions, which is why I asked you in the first place not to make them. So, go back and listen to the last episode of the year, which is episode 47, which is all about you're the hero of 2020. And then listen to the January 6th episode, which is episode 48, four steps to having an epic 2021. And then that really plants the seeds and really does the groundwork of what you need to achieve in 2021. And then last week's episode, episode 49, is all about the mindset of the mindset of the fear of success. And today we are also going to be talking about mindset because what gets in our way of achieving our goals, it's our mindset. It's all the six inches between our ears. That is the biggest barrier 
for any of us to reach our goals. And I am not going to let that happen to you. I'm just not. You mean too much to me. I'm not going to let that happen to you. So we are going to be doing some work on mindset. And today's episode is all about that. It's all about taking unfailed action. I'm guessing you probably haven't heard of this term before because I made it up. And I made it up based on my coaching practice with my coaching clients and what I see happening and what I see holding so many of my private clients back from achieving the dreams of their lives and their highest potential and maximizing their results. Well, that's not going to happen under my watch. So we are going to do this together. We're going to get through it together. And I am totally here for you. So I want to start out before we solve all the problems of the world and we talk about unfailed action and how to take imperfect action and unfailed action. First of all, we need to take a few steps back. So let's talk about why you aren't taking action and what happens and what comes up for you. And I'm guessing I might know because I'm guessing I have been there as well. So I can totally relate. These are all things that I wrote down from my own personal experience. And I'll give you some examples as we go through of my own personal experience. So first and foremost, one of the reasons why you aren't taking action, I'm guessing, is you're afraid of being judged. I know for me, Earlier on in my career, it was I was afraid of being judged by my parents. Um, I think as I proceeded further in my career, um, it was less around my parents and more around um, what my peers would think. My friends, you know, my friends would say to me when I would talk about leaving my corporate job at Mars Wrigley, like, what are you thinking about? Why are you even considering that? You have the best job in the entire world. I did. I had a great job. But I knew for a long time that that job was not fulfilling my heart's purpose and my life's purpose. I didn't know what my life's purpose was at the time, so I stayed. But part of the reason why I stayed, if I'm really honest, is because I was afraid of being judged by other people of why in the heck would you give up this amazing job with great benefits, with a company car, with insurance, with a steady paycheck. Like, why would you do that? And I was also afraid of being judged by my spouse. My, you know, my husband at the time was in real estate. And um, real estate, as we all know, is very cyclical. And so I was the steady Eddie. I was the paycheck. Um, when times were great, it was great. And when times were not so great on his end, you know, I was the one that carried us through, especially, you know, early on in our career and and early on in his real estate career. So yeah, I was afraid of being judged. So number one, number two, you might be afraid that you won't do it right. So you're afraid to take some kind of action. And because we're in January, because a lot of people have health and fitness and weight loss on their minds, I'm guessing that you might be afraid that you're not going to do it right. Maybe you're afraid of starting to run. You know, I had Matt Mills on the podcast um, talking about 
running. And literally, it, he, you know, I shared with him, like, I'm not a runner. I've tried to run. And it's nothing. It's not rocket science. It's taking one step in front of the other. Literally tying your shoes and just taking one step in front of the other. But, you know, you're afraid you're not going to do it right. And so you just get paralyzed. And so it's easier just to say, I'm not going to do it at all. Number three, uh, you don't believe you're smart enough. This was absolutely my case. I completely own it. I did not think that I was smart enough to be an entrepreneur for a very long time. And guess what? I have figured it out. And the way I figured it out is by taking unfailed action and imperfect action and continuing to learn and grow. And I think especially as women, we have this completely unrealistic expectation that we're just supposed to know everything. And that, I don't know, we're just supposed to learn through osmosis. And, you know, I think social media has definitely ingrained so much of this into our psyche and that everyone else knows what they're doing. Everyone else is successful. Everyone else is flying around in private jets, making millions of dollars. You know, why am I um, struggling with the paperwork to get my LLC up and running and I don't know which box to fill out? And you know what? You start with a comparisonitis. And so, you know, I know for me, it's, you know, I didn't feel like I was smart enough to be an entrepreneur. I didn't know that I had what it took to be an entrepreneur until I've proved myself wrong. And so are you going to prove yourself wrong? Or are you going to fight for your limitations? Just curious. Just put that out there. Number four, your dreams may be so big and so ambitious that you already put limits around them. And you already say, you know what? It's never going to happen. So why bother? Do you know how ridiculous that is? And just because this is airing on Inauguration Day, do you know how crazy it would have been if Kamala Harris would have said, there's no way me as a woman, as a woman of color, there's no way I can make it to be vice president of the United States someday. Do you know what a loss we would be at and, and what a, a loss of a role model for women and women of color? Literally, if she would have given up on herself. So my question to you is, what are you giving up on yourself that potentially you could be a role model for other women, other men, other children? Are you really going to stand for that? Your dreams are not too big. Don't put limitations on them out of the gate. Just have some fun. Dream big. Be ambitious. Your dreams are worth it because you're worth it. Number five on the list of why you're probably not taking action is you feel like it's too late. Hands up. This was me. I was 47 when I stepped into my first coaching program class, um, my certification class. It wasn't literally until that day when I stepped into my IPET class that I realized I had absolutely found my life passion. And for some of you, you may be 45 listening to this. You may be 30 listening to this. You may be 55 or 60 listening to this. And there's something inside of you that thinks, you know what? It's too late. And that is just not true. Did you know that Vera Wang 
did not start her business until she was 40. I mean, it's crazy because now we see Vera Wang everywhere. And I know for myself, I just had assumed that she had been around forever. But she was actually first known as an accomplished figure skater. And it wasn't until right before her wedding at 40 in 1989 that she decided she wanted to be a fashion designer. And she commissioned her own bridal dress for $10,000. And the following year, she opened her very first bridal boutique. Crazy, right? Do you know that Samuel Jackson was 46 years old when he was cast in Pulp Fiction? And that completely set his career on fire? 46. So if you're still feeling like, well, okay, they started in their 40s. It might still be too late for me because I'm in my 50s or 60s. I will give you one last example, and then we will move on. The story of Colonel Sanders. If you haven't heard this story, it is pretty powerful. So at age 16, he quit school. At age 17, he had already lost four jobs. At 18, he got married. At 20, his wife left him and took their baby. So he became a cook in a small cafe and convinced his wife to return home. He you know, had jobs throughout the years. And at age 65, he retired. He felt like a failure and ended up deciding to commit suicide. He sat writing his will, but instead he wrote what he would have accomplished with his life and thought about how good of a cook he was. So guess what? He borrowed $87. He fried up some chicken using his recipe. He went door to door to sell it. And at age 88, Colonel Sanders was the founder of Kentucky Fried Chicken, and he was a billionaire. So if that doesn't inspire you that it's never too late, no matter the hard knocks you've had in life, no matter what has come before in your past, you absolutely have the ability to move forward no matter how old you are. So just do it. Okay, so the next one is somebody is already doing it already. They either already have your product, they already have a service like yours, they already have a business like yours, so why bother? Could you imagine if Elon Musk said, oh, well, there's already General Motors, there's already Toyota, there's already Hondas, there's already BMW, I'm not going to enter the car market. And look what he's done. So what can your product do? You know, yes, do you have to figure out your niche and do you have to figure out what makes your product special? But guess what? You are what make your product or your service special. I have a a client who's a network marketer and she sells a beauty counter. And you know what makes her special and different from all of the other uh, network marketers is her customer service is absolutely insane. It's so good. Her follow through is incredible. And she is building and has built an amazing team and an amazing business because of who she is. Are there a million other people selling products like hers? Yes, there are. But you know what she's doing? She's doing it her way, which is incredible. So don't let that be an excuse. All right. Number seven, you might have failed in the past. So why bother? Yes, that's true. You know, I think we can all use that as an excuse to stay where we are and to stay safe. And it's our natural instinct for our brain to want to do that to ourselves. So I love something that Tony Robbins shares. 
He once said that he believes not achieving our goals is actually part of our life's design because it, it causes us to really dig deep and reach in and pull out the best that we have. So yay for Tony Robbins. All right. Number eight, we are afraid of taking risks. This has me all over it. I totally own this. It's why I stayed at one company for 27 years. I was afraid of taking a risk. I was afraid of betting on myself. I, was, I didn't trust that I was smart enough, that I had the skills, that I had the capabilities. And that is all hogwash. As women, we put so much pressure on ourselves that we should know everything. Really? How are we supposed to know how to be entrepreneurs? You know, I think I always had it in my mind like, oh, there's just people that are built to be entrepreneurs and there's people that are built to be in corporate. That is BS. Oh my gosh. I told myself that for so long because it kept me safe. It kept me protected. Have I had a lot to learn over the last year? Well, year full time on my own, but you know, I've been doing this business now for three years. Have I had a lot to learn? Absolutely. Best education I've ever gotten, hands down. So we'll get to some of these, but you know, when you're afraid of taking risks, you need to start out small. You need to start out taking small, calculated risks that don't have a lot of downside to them. So we'll talk about that. Uh, number nine, lack of self-confidence. Is this you? Do you lack self-confidence in taking action steps and moving forward? Does your lack of confidence paralyze you? Well, here's what I'm going to share with you. Truth bomb, I'm going to lay right here. Your lack of self-confidence is because you're not taking action. The confidence comes after the action. Let me say that one more time. The confidence comes after the action. It's after you watch your toddler find the confidence to take those steps and continue and get back up again and do it again. That's where they find their confidence to keep going and take three steps and then take four steps and then make it from the couch to the coffee table. It's because they're taking that action. If they stood and held on to the couch the whole time, where do you think they're supposed to get that confidence from? So apply that to yourself. You need to take action. The action builds confidence. All right, number 10, you don't have time. This is absolutely an excuse. The bottom line is two things. We have time and we have money for whatever we desire. Now, I know I'm making an absolute blanket statement there. And some people, that may upset some people, but it's absolutely true. That is absolutely true. You have the time and you have the money to do what's important in your life. You are making a choice of watching Netflix and binging shows. That is a conscious choice, or maybe it's not a conscious choice. But my goal here is for you to lead your life intentionally. So if you have intentions of big dreams and big goals for yourself, you are going to have to make conscious decisions on how you spend your time and how you spend your money. Which, by the way, is the perfect segue into talking about the Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab. 
isn't now the right time to invest in yourself? If this is what's been holding you back, either I don't have the time or I don't have the money, when are you going to let go of that excuse? Because that's exactly what it is. And I know I'm being really honest today, and it's because I care. I want you to move forward. I want you to make 2021 an epic year. We have three spots. As of today, we have three spots left in our January 25th start date for the Women Leading Powerfully Leadership Lab. Will we be doing other cohorts throughout the year? Yes, absolutely, we will. But what are you waiting for? Why are you waiting for the perfect time? It's never going to be the perfect time. And I guarantee you, you can find the money if it's important to you. Now is the perfect time to invest in yourself. It's the perfect time to get the year started off right. So please reach out, natalie at corecreationcoaching.com. Let's have a conversation. Let's get you signed up. Let's get your year started off in a phenomenal way with the support and the community and the tools and the resources you need to make this the absolute best year you've ever had. I am super passionate about it, as you can tell. Um, Number 11, I know we talked about it's too late earlier, but number 11 is it's too early. You know, going back to my episode with Rachel Parrish, which was episode 44, I mean, she's the perfect example. She achieved all of her lifelong dreams by the time she was 30. 30. Her dream was to work for the NBA. And she absolutely achieved that. She had that dream in her mind since the time she was five years old. She totally achieved her dream by the age of 30. So if you're thinking, well, it's too early, I need more experience. I need more time. I need more skills under my belt before I do X, Y, Z. Why are you thinking that? How do you know that's true? I shared this with another client of mine who is in her 20s. And what I shared with her is, you know, things are moving so quickly nowadays that what companies are hiring for now, nowadays, is the ability to critically think and problem solve. They're not hiring people for their experience because by the time people have experience, that experience is outdated. Now, I'm not saying that the skills that we learn over an entire career, that our experience doesn't matter. Of course it matters. But what matters is that we learn how to solve problems. We learn how to think critically. We learn how to make decisions. We learn how to trust our gut. It's that wisdom that absolutely kicks in. But there is no reason why you can't have those things in your 20s. It's never too early to achieve your dreams. Okay, number 12, actually, we already talked about, which is you can't afford it. Um, Sometimes this may be true, and I just want to caveat that. Sometimes it may be true, but most of the time it's an excuse. Because like I said, we can find the money for a $1,000 iPhone. We can find the money for a really nice vacation. But oftentimes, because that's for our family, and we can find the money to buy our kids iPhones. But at the same time, oftentimes we say, oh, well, we don't have the money to invest in ourselves. So what are you really saying? 
And I want to challenge you. What are you role modeling for your children, especially your daughters, um, when you're not putting yourself first? It's the old oxygen mask theory. You need to take care of yourself before you can really give your best to everyone else in your family, everyone else at work. All right. The last one of why you're not taking action. And I, oh, I, I definitely have struggled with this one. So I'm, I don't mind owning this one too, because I am super impatient. I am highly driven. I am just, you know, I'm always pushing forward, forward, forward is you want immediate results. I mean, I think it's the culture we live in, which is a product of it. We order something on Amazon. It's here the next day. You know, I think even Prime is starting to piss me off. Like, why can't it be here the same day? <laughs> so, you know, we just live in this culture where everything is so immediate. It's immediate gratification. And the reality is when you're building a new business or when you're diving into a big dream that you have, yeah, it's going to take some time. It's going to take effort. You know, the stories that we all hear of like the get rich quick and, you know, the instant success, those are literally either A, not true, or they're just the one or 2% of people. I'm not saying it can't happen. I'm just saying we need to set realistic expectations for ourselves. And, you know, oftentimes when it doesn't happen right away, people give up so easily. It's just so easy to give up. So here's kind of what I want to do in summing up the list of why we're not taking action and why some of you have already just, you know, gotten back into old patterns that were in 2020 and 2019 and 2018. You know, this is the year to make things different. And here's what I want to share with you about not taking action and the long-term consequences of that, because we need to really talk about this before we move forward. So the reason that we don't do this is basically rooted in a theory that's called the self-discrepancy theory. And its creator is a Columbia University psychology professor, E. Tori Higgins. And that professor found that we have the ability to become aware of the gaps between our actual self and like what we ought to be doing. And these are called hot emotions. So for example, when we feel guilty that we hurt someone we love, we feel guilty or we feel embarrassed of, you know, we embarrass ourselves at a meeting um, and maybe we're disgusted with our behavior. We think, oh man, I have to do something to fix this. I have to go apologize or I have to, you know, talk to my boss and, and I'm embarrassed. We have to make amends with someone. That is like a, that's called a hot emotion. By contrast, he talks about failing to take action that could have made us happier by bringing us closer to it, our ideal self, aka losing weight, you know, doing something later. Those are called cool emotions. And, you know, we really kind of believe that we can jam those into our pockets and deal with them later. So like, yeah, I'm going to eat this, you know, pint of ice cream while I'm watching Queen's Gambit. And I'll get to the diet tomorrow. We do that a lot to ourselves. But the problem is, is that later never shows up. And what happens is that we fail to see over the long run is that re that reaction and that choice that we're making in a very small way on a daily basis actually grows bigger and bigger. 
And what's interesting is that in an online study, 70% of people said that the slowest burning regrets were those related to an action not taken that would have brought them closer to a goal for their ideal self. And that only 30% of them held on to those missteps that we take so, you know, those hot emotions that, you know, we should have done this or we shouldn't have said this or we oughta, shoulda, 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 right? We should all over ourselves every day. But only 30% of people held on to those small things over a lifetime. But it's those small choices. It's those small things that we do on a daily basis that compound and really create those big regrets at the end of our life. So my question to you is, do you want a whole pocket full of regrets at the end of your life? Or are you going to make a commitment that 2021 is going to be your year? I want that for you. And I'm going to be here with you every week to help you get through it. And I hope you know that. So let's not have a pocket full of regrets. And let's make 2021 the best year ever. So I have an action item for you that I want you to uh, take away from this, this week's podcast. I want you to understand one thing. And I want you to take, if there's anything you take away from this podcast episode, I want you to understand that success is learning from making mistakes, not by avoiding making mistakes. And so that's why I call it unfailed action. I made that up because I think it's such an important framework for us to use. You know, we hear about imperfect action and for the perfectionists out there like myself, I think it's really important to think about that. But if you think about unfailed action, if you knew that failure was not an option, what action would you take? And that's what I want you to think about. I want you to grab a piece of paper or a journal and I want you to write down two or three things that you are either procrastinating on or you're holding back from taking action on. And I want you to make a commitment today to yourself, not to me, but to yourself of taking action on two or three of those things. Now, I'm not saying go out and, you know, build the business overnight. That's not what I'm saying. But what is one small action that you can take to start moving forward? I really want you to think about that. One small step. Because what happens is there's so many options that we're thinking of that we get, we hold ourselves back by all these different options. If we just take one small step, the next step becomes clearer. The next step after that becomes clearer. And then we're in action. And as long as you're in action, you're learning, you're growing. And guess what? You are getting one step closer to your big dream. I know you can do it. So I would love to hear any feedback you have, any questions you have. You can DM me on Instagram, ask away. I'm happy to set up a, um, a complimentary coaching session. Just reach out to me, natalie at corecreationcoaching.com. I'm so glad you were here today. Thank you for making 2021 your best year ever. And let's take unfailed action. Failure isn't an option. All it is is a learning experience. So let's dig in have some fun, and just be bold, be audacious, get out of your comfort zone. Let's do this. I can't wait to hear all about it. I believe in you and I've got your back. So take good care. 
I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now. Thank you.